Welcome from the deep. I am Mike Finder. And I am Book of Brett. And today we are going to be talking about the 2016 film Better Watch Out. This sure is a movie are. that has um, more like better not watch. <laughs> God. So thanks for watching. <laughs> That's how we feel about it. Uh, no, this is a movie that has kind of made its way onto my yearly Christmas watches. So I I was actually surprised that you had not seen this. I had not. I've heard about it. And um, I feel like so while I was watching this, I've seen this kid. His name's, I think, Lee Miller. I have seen this kid before. But when I went and looked up his credits, I hadn't recognized any of the movies that he's in. Uh, I mean, he was Pan in Peter, or he was Peter Pan and Pan or whatever it was. Um, but I haven't seen any of those. And so I think Brittany must have watched this. And I might have seen it in passing or something. But no, I had never watched the entirety of this movie before. Yeah, I, I feel like this was one of those movies that uh, had a little bit of fanfare when it came out uh, as far as like horror fans. But no one else knows what this is. This right. is not a movie that made a huge cultural impact, um, which is weird because this is kind of an interesting idea for a movie, yeah. because especially like, for instance, like last night when we were talking about what are we going to do? You watched the trailer and you had read a comment that said, what did it say? It said like this, it this said trailer. The trailer was nothing like the movie. And yeah, yeah. it's true. It's nothing like the movie. When I yeah. was watching this, you, you, first of all, you lied to me. And I told didn't want to, I didn't want to spoil it. <laughs> there's a, you could have just gone, no, that's not what it's about. But you said it was the strangers meets home alone. And nah, it's not. <laughs> I think I feel like that's a pretty good description. It's not. Why? It's a good. It's a good description if you're being a deceitful little shit. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil it. I wanted you to have the same experience I did for the first time when I watched it, because I, I, I went into this thinking it was a home invasion movie, which is mm -hmm. how it's advertised. Mm -hmm. So it's adver It's advertised like <laughs> Home Alone if Kevin McAllister were a yeah. little a titty bit more violent. Exactly, which is an awesome idea. References. They do, multiple times, yeah. So I, I don't know. I wanted you to have the same experience thinking this was a home invasion movie. It uh, Because it does. Because when you're it watching helped. it thinking that, you know, you, you go for the, through the first, like, third of this movie, like, oh, this is a pain-by-numbers invasion movie. Yes. And, and yes. then it, it takes a hard twist. We won't go into that now. Vanilla. But it, yes, and then the it beginning. changes in the middle, and it gives you a completely different experience from what you're expecting, and I feel like that's part of this movie's charm. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, well, do you want to give us a synopsis of Better Watch Out? Yes, uh, Better Watch Out is a story of affluence, uh, unrealistic expectations, and the consequences of an oversexed teenager not getting his dick wet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, that's, he's, and that's accurate. Well, that's it, not a good synopsis. The, old, <laughs> the only thing that's good not accurate about that is that he's not a teenager. He's supposed to be twelve, even though he looks fifteen. Oh, so, that makes it better. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, well, let's jump over to the podcast drive-in here, and we will check and see what they're saying about it. Better watch out from 2016. It's rated R. It's an hour and 29 minutes. It has a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. And the one-sentence synopsis says, On a quiet suburban street, a babysitter must defend a 12-year-old boy from intruders, only to discover it's far from a normal home invasion, like we were saying, which again, is part of not only the marketing for this movie, but part yeah. of its charm is that you go into it thinking that it's a home invasion movie. Yeah. So uh, it was dressed, it was directed by Chris Peckover, hell of a name there, uh, written by Zach Kahn and Chris Peckover, stars Olivia DeJong, Levi Miller, and Ed Oxenbold. Levi um, Miller, damn it. Lev so Levi Miller, yeah. This is the kid you were talking about. Like you said, he was apparently... Peter Pan in Pan from 2015, yeah. which was only a year before this. He just and he looks, looks like a fucking it, psycho, dude. He does, but he looks like five years younger in this. Yeah. This must have been filmed a few years before this because this... He's only 14 in, in Better Watch Out. I know, but he, he just uh, looks like he's like seven here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I am interested to see what you think about this movie. So let's talk spoiler free for now. And then before we get into spoilers and talk about the big twist ending, we will let you guys know in case you guys haven't seen this. Um, but and then we'll do ratings all the way at the end. But I want to know how you felt about this. There are uh, a lot of things I liked about this movie, and there are even more things that I did not like. I knew about this movie. you were going to have strong feelings about this um, movie when I, I, when I found out you hadn't seen it. Because first and <laughs> foremost, I fucking hate this kid. Yeah. I have never wanted to see a child get murked more than. <laughs> I have wanted to see this child get murked. And I have seen some pretty spoiled little shits in the aisles of Walmart. And never have I ever wanted to see a child get murdered. I mean, this kid is a psychopath. This kid has, like I said, unrealistic expectations. Um, first of all, there's a lot of unrealism that I feel is in his character to begin with. Um, because he's 12 years old. I understand being obsessed with your, with your babysitter. Um, a lot of us probably went through that phase where we had the, the attractive babysitter that we had like a little boyhood crush on or whatever. I have never wanted to borderline grape. Thanks YouTube. My <laughs> babysitter. It's that, that part to me, that, that was my first red flag about that. I was like, I remember being a 12 year old boy. 12 year old boys are the only thing more disgusting than a 12 year old boy is a 22 year old boy. And I remember being a 12 year old boy being, you know, full of hormones, just hitting puberty. You know, you, you, you've got that porn obsession or whatever. And, and I remember that, but this kid takes it to a whole other level, but at the same time, I think that really kind of lends itself to his character, showing how unbelievably unhinged this kid is. And this kid is really, really unhinged. I also, as a side note, felt like we could really get a sequel of this played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Devin Sawa. And that would make these, th these two kids could be like, th that could be the sequel. For some reason, these kids look like younger versions of Devin Sawa and Joseph Gordon-Levitt to me. I don't know why. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the story. Um, 
as far as as far as the rest of the story goes, though, it plays out in a really, really fun way, but it is such an emotional roller coaster and it will wreak havoc on your expectations because every time you expect something, something else happens to just go like, nope, that's yeah. not what's going on here. Um, there are uh, a lot of issues with a lot of these characters um, just from a moralistic standpoint, moral standpoint. It's not really clear to me what they wanted to do here, though, as far as what direction they wanted to go. And I think, but at the same time, maybe that's just because I had expectations of where it was going to go. And every time it didn't meet those expectations, I went, but what, uh, okay, I guess we're going over here now. It's like, it's like, it's like following a five-year-old through Disneyland where it's like, we're going to go over here. Oh, nope. Oh, nope. We're going over here. Oh, oh, we're going to the churro stand. Oh, we forgot the icing when we to this churro stand. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like it's kind of, they were trying to cram a lot into it. And that's why, like, I couldn't, like, super get into it. But mostly, I don't like any of the characters in this movie. Not a single one of them. Well, you don't I, like the girl? Uh, no, because she's... How many things have to happen before you get past the we're gonna call the cops phase? Like well, he, he throws her phone in the fish tank and cuts the wire on the phone. She can't. Right, but, and she then tries. After, after that happens, there's a point where they get upstage, upstairs and before they realize the landline is cut, so many things have happened to show that they are in real danger and she's still going, somebody's going to spend Christmas in fucking jail. We are past that point. You need to get to the we are going to murder the intruders part. We're at that. By the time they she's get to the living room. Old high school student who's never killed anyone in her life. Why would I? I just feel like that's a very realistic, uh, uh, unrealistic Maybe. expectation of of Maybe. her as a character. Maybe. She's a babysitter. Fair enough. I will give you that. That wasn't my biggest problem with her, though. My <laughs> biggest problem with her is that this kid clearly has some issues and clearly is coming on to her and she sets up almost no boundaries with this kid. I mean, that's true. Yeah. She sets up no fucking she boundaries. She even eggs him on when she's like, if yes. I was your age, I'd date you. Yes. Like exactly. He, you and know that she, this kid's like <laughs> fucking in love with you and you say shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And this kid is like, like the, we are we, we are not at a point of like, this kid clearly has a thing, awe isn't a cute, like, no, we're at a phase of him drinking and putting his hand on your thigh. It is time to set up some fucking boundaries with this little shit. And that I mean, to I me, that. that to me, this kid, he should not be credited as Luke, he should be credited as little shit. Because he's a little shit throughout this whole movie, and I hate him. And you know what I hate the most about it? It's because Levi Miller's performance is so fucking good. Yeah. He's so good as a psychopath, dude. He is. I, I feel like that's maybe the strongest thing in this movie is yes. how good he is at being fucking crazy yeah and in even his friend i forget the friend's name what is the friend's name um garrett, garrett. even garrett's good 
Yeah. Like they both the ki- the main kids that they got for this movie like nail these parts so well, and I, I feel like the only weak link in this movie is the babysitter. She is not a good actress, and and no. part of it is no, the horrendous not. lines that they give her. The yeah. fucking dialogue in in some parts of this movie is so atrocious that yeah. it feels fake and forced and and most of the stuff that i'm talking about is coming out of her mouth yeah. um especially toward the beginning before all the shit hits the fan just the stuff that she says to her boyfriend and the stuff that she says to well, the kid and the way she says it in her inflection it's it's fucking awful it's very clear that she's not being fed lines whenever she's having a conversation on the phone um, it's yeah. very clear. It's very clear that she is saying something. There is an expected response, and then she responds on camera to that expected response. But there was no one off camera feeding yeah. her lines. Like at least give her. And and again, that's why I don't entirely blame her for it because I think a lot of this is in the directing because a good director would have been feeding her lines of, oh, this is what he said to you. Because there are times where she responds to something and the things she's responding to, it doesn't feel like there's a realistic amount of time given for the other person to have said that. And so I think that's a big part of this as well. Yeah. Is that the, I, I, I think the majority of the weight of this movie is being put on the actors, the lighting and the camera departments. The, well, and that's the thing is I, uh, that's why I say I just don't like her performance all that much. Right. Although I don't, has she been in anything else? Um, now, uh, I'm, now I'm curious. Um, let's I see. I feel like I saw that she had been, but I can't, I can't remember what it was. Um, look at that resting bitch face. <laughs> Not calling her a bitch. Don't, don't come at me in the comments. Okay. She's done a lot of stuff I've never seen. Um, oh, she's in that oh, newer. The she's in that, yeah. That was that, that, newer, home, re- that home, re- home reno show, right? Uh, <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> She's in that newer Elvis movie with uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his name? Uh, is, that, Austin, is that the one Austin where they Butler. skirt over him marrying a fourteen-year-old? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen this, but I have heard Elvis was a monster. I have heard good things about this movie. Yeah, he was not a great person. Uh, but I just haven't seen most of this stuff that she's Which is in. Not an indictment of her, by the no, way. No, 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 no. I just was expecting like, oh, right, she's in blankety blank, but right. I guess I guess not. And then I was looking that, at the director that, here too. Go back, go, hang on, go back, go back, go back, go back. That is the look of a woman who is sick of paparazzi. <laughs> that is a woman who has been followed around too much by the paparazzi, and she is going, "Leave me the fuck alone." <laughs> well, I was looking at the director too, and when we looked at uh, when I when I looked at his credits, there's only three. There's only three. One's a short. Okay. One, th- I don't know what undocumented is. Maybe this is like a documentary crew company, a group of illegal immigrants. I was going to say, it okay. sounds like illegal immigrants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then better watch out. So he hasn't really even done anything since this movie either. So it makes me wonder. He did not do a terrible job with this, though. No, it way. looks really nice. I, yeah. And, and everything feels really good, especially that opening scene 
uh, is so like he nailed the Christmas vibes at the beginning of oh, this. Yeah. Every, everything down to like the font that they use for Better Watch you Out. Butt fucker! Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard the term butt fucker in so long. <laughs> but no, it it all comes across as really nice. And then I just feel like the smartest thing they do is subvert your expectations. Yeah, but yeah, and they also, did a good job of that. Also, the the weakest thing they do is maybe subvert your expectations a little too much from where they start. Yeah, um, because it it starts to feel a little. I I don't know. I, I I get to a point where where we can talk about this movie, but without spoiling only so much because this thing is like so dependent on the big twist, and it's. If you haven't seen it, this is really difficult to talk about. I don't know. Do you want to say anything else before we get into spoilers here? What do you I think? Did you like I, this? I, I think your title needs to have a double negative in it. I think the title of this episode needs to be "Better Watch Out: The Movie Without No Spoilers." <laughs> I, I I mean, yeah, because it this really is almost impossible to talk about without talking yeah, about because there's so many twists and turns genre wise. Yeah. Well, why don't you give me your your uh, thoughts on if this movie is worth seeing, and then we'll work into spoilers, and then Better I'll, I'll do the same. Better Watch Out is worth seeing. It is worth if you are a fan of Christmas horror, especially Christmas horror comedy. It is worth seeing. Um, however, I would not go out of your way to watch it personally, simply because, um, well, actually, no, that's not true either because the, the issues I have are inherent in the characters and I'm really conflicted on how I feel about that. Because like I said, I don't give a fuck about any of these characters, um, except maybe Garrett. Garrett is probably the only character in this movie where I'm like, you know what? I really care what happens to Garrett. Garrett is the only one where something happens to him and I had a like a a a, a, a an honest reaction to something What's, happening to oh him. Oh my god, yeah. Like it, it's um and a couple things and this isn't a spoiler cuz a couple different things happened to Garrett in this movie. Um one of them we will get into or both we'll get into and you'll you'll see what we're talking about here. But He's the only one I really give a shit about. I don't give a fuck about the babysitter because she's kind of shitty to this kid. She doesn't set up any boundaries, she, whether on purpose or not. Um, I don't care. Uh, actually, I do care about what happens to uh, Luke because I want him to die a bloody, gruesome, awful death because he's so terrible just as a human being. But again, that's it, it, because of Levi Miller's performance. Um, so, yes, it's worth watching. No, this is not topping any lists for me. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said before, I think that it's it's really fun and it's made me, yeah. it made its way onto my yearly Christmas horror watches. Uh, this is not something I think like a month in advance, like got to watch better watch out. But when I no. start thinking about like what Christmas horror am I going to watch for the next month or so? Uh, Better Watch Out is always on that list. Like you said, it may not top any of those lists. No. But because this movie is so fun um, and it really hits it's you fun. different on a rewatch. I will say that because you know I'm glad what's you coming. said that. Yeah, I'm glad you, you said that because this is actually one where I sat there and I thought, 
I need to go watch this again. Yeah, it, it definitely helps with a rewatch when you know what's coming because you can look for all the little stuff that you that you missed the first time around at the first front or the the front half of this. I right. think that if you go into this with just like this is going to be a fun horror movie to watch, you're going to have a lot of fun with it. But but like you said, you had a hard time getting into it because of how many twists and turns there are. Mm-hmm. Um, that is sort of an issue with this where it does kind of feel like they (laughs) this kid is making this plan up as he goes along despite how much he wants you to believe all this is planned Mm -hmm. um that's that's maybe my biggest issue with it because i can't tell if this kid is an absolute moron or a genius it's really difficult to tell either way Um, he's a monster either way he is a monster yeah and it's really easy to hate just about everybody in this if you um, have, you know, low tolerance levels of, of shitty bratness. So, yeah, which I do. Yeah. I, to and be fair, so, to and be I knew fair, that going fair, into this, that you were going to have that problem. To be fair, I hate kids. Right. I mean, that's, uh, uh, that's <laughs> I fair. I don't like Especially kids. this kid. Um, you know, he's awful. And Garrett is the most likable one in this movie, which is a little weird because he's not that likable either. Um, right. But but yeah, if you have a hard time letting go of people being brats, this is going to be difficult to get into. But part of part of its charm is how all of this plays out because they're brats. So I'm realizing this is a lot more about me than it does about the characters. Yeah. And that's the thing is like this is one of those movies. I knew that you were going to have that. You have this issue a lot where we watch stuff like this and you're like all these characters are fucking terrible because they're unlikable i invest way too much in uh, (sighs) in characters but i also think that's what makes me love the movies that i love to the degree that i love them well this is all set up in kind of a weird way as far as the way it's written because they don't give you that much to grab onto and have an emotional connection with so when everything starts to happen it feels kind of like that thing we were talking about last week where it was where what Trey and Matt say, and then this happens and then, and then, and then rather than therefore. Um, and, and that's the biggest issue this movie has is it feels like you said, it kind of feels like a, like a, a a really caffeinated teen. It's like, and then this, and then this, Mm -hmm. and then this, and then this, and yeah, somebody that's, take this kid's Red Bull away. Yeah, that's the biggest issue this movie has is it just kind of feels scatterbrained and all over the place. But I do think this is a lot of fun, especially the first couple times you watch this. This is, I yeah. think, probably my my third or fourth year in a row watching this. <clears throat> and it I feel slightly different about it every single time because the rewatch changes how you feel about it. And I had a lot less of a gut reaction to this kid being so shitty this time than I had at previous times when watching this. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of able to watch it more as like a, like an unfolding horror movie rather than a twisty, like uh, roller coaster yeah. type thing. So yeah. And I, I think that's where a lot of my problems come in is I was trying to anticipate too much. Yeah. 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 And, and again, I've said this before, but but penalizing a movie for not making the the movie that was in your brain while going right. into it is not a good way to review a movie. 
Which is why um, I'm sitting here going, this movie was shitty. I'm, <laughs> right. I, I, I've been trying to do a really good job of reviewing these movies from more how they made me feel and how I felt about them rather right. than quanti- qualifying them. Yeah, and, and this is a good movie to do that with because it does yeah. subvert your expectations so much. But let's get into some spoilers here. Um, with the big twist ending, we we get to a point where this this kid and the babysitter are alone and then somebody starts to try to break into the house and that is when everything By the way, this starts is not the twist ending this is 30 minutes in this yeah this is this is uh, maybe 30 or 40 but yeah um you said twist ending i just wanted to clarify oh, I did this say is ending. not okay i see yeah no, no yeah, this is yeah, not yeah. a twist ending this is just one of the twists right so what happens is somebody starts to break in and these these two are running around like freaking out that there's a home intruder and then the babysitter figures out that it's actually Garrett in the the mask because i it's also it it's uh, i feel like they do it in a pretty good way actually where she yeah. figures it out with the mask and then the the itching of the shoulder cuz he's you know he mentions earlier that he has an itchy shoulder and stuff so it's set up in a pretty good way for her to figure she it out she wasn't there for that though uh, no, but I feel like we as an audience get that information and she would already know that because that kid's around a lot. Um, okay. that's, that's how that. I took it anyway. Yeah. Um, because they're best friends and he's just around a lot. So, sure. um, but yeah, she figures out that it's Garrett that it has been breaking that broke into the house and then everything shifts because that you find out the kid, the original kid <coughs> that is being babysat has set all of this up in a way that he thinks is going to allow him to hook up with his babysitter. He's 12, by the way. Um, so oh, the rest of the sex, the rest of the movie is this 12 year old terrorizing this babysitter, killing her ex-boyfriends and trying to hook up with her. And then toward the end kills her and sets all of this up to look like one of her ex-boyfriends broke into the house and murdered everybody. So or does he? And and that's the that's the whole twist. We'll talk about the very 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 last thing that happens in this movie later. But I want to know since this was your first time watching this, how you were feeling whenever you, whenever Garrett takes off that mask, and it is revealed that all of this has been the kid's idea. What's his fucking name? I keep calling him the kid. Um, Luke. Luke. That's right. Yeah. I want to know how you're feeling when that happens. I felt like you feel after the first time you have sex. Confused, disappointed, a little embarrassed. Disappointed. Yeah. Oh, okay. the girl. No, how the girl feels after the first time she has sex. Disappointed. Because, never mind. Doesn't matter. Not important. We're not going to get into those details at all. Again, this says um, more about him than it does the movie. It does. It's so much. So much. <laughs> I, I, I have a really bad pr- problem with projection. Um, no, it. I, I was confused. I mean, in all seriousness, I was confused. Um, I was a little like, okay, now what are we doing? Because again, I'm basing everything that I, I'm basing everything that I'm watching off of the trailer that I already watched. Right. So I'm sitting here going, okay, well, the home invasion aspect is done. 
And then there's so much more movie left. Like, where do we really go from here? And so there was this span of confusion of where everything was gonna go right up until he hits her on the head with the gun. And I went, and out loud I went, oh shit. <laughs> when he pushes her down the yeah. stairs. And yeah. then we are introduced to the side of his personality that is the most frustrating of his, I want it. I didn't get it. I'm gonna throw a temper tantrum. I still want it. I can, and then it evolves into an even worse personality trait, which was, I can make her love me. So it's just this, we get, we get so many personality traits that make teenage to early 20 boys what makes them so terrible, which is, I don't understand, I don't get it, I want it, why can't I have it? I can figure out a way to make it happen. That's what's so terrible about teenage to mid 20 to 20s boys. And it's all wrapped up into one tight little affluenzic package. Affluenzic? Affluenzic, this kid, this kid is affluenza to a Key. Shame on you, Patrick Warburton, for not being a better dad. And he, by the way, Patrick Warburton as the creepy dad, it totally works for me. Yeah, I agree. It totally works. I don't know about you, kid, but I'm going to miss her. Like, dude, she's 16. Here's something that's that really makes me happy. Patrick Warburton's picture on IMDb <laughs> is him as the tick. It's, it's been so long since he did that. By the way, by the way. Have you seen, this is a little off, this is way off topic. Have you seen this whole advertisement for the Blue Beetle, DC's new superhero? I mean, I, I've seen the trailer, yeah. It's, it looks like the Tick Sands humor. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, fucking comic book movies. I just can't. Quit making them. No one I cares anymore, buddy. Can't. All right, well, um... Yeah, so the the twist happens, and and the first time, I, again, it's been several years since I watched this, but the first time that I watched this, when the twist happened, I was like, I I couldn't quite tell if I was going to end up liking this or not because it's so weird. But I I think the more I've watched this over the years, the charm of this movie is how fucking awful this kid is. Luke mm -hmm. is really unlikable, and incredibly, they set up the entire movie where you think that he is going to get away with everything until the very last second. I love that. Like when his mom comes back, she's holding him and rocking with him and he wakes up like, Oh, what, what happened? I love all of it. And then the very, 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 very last thing that happens in this movie is you find out because they set it up earlier, thousand and one uses for duct tape. She had ended up duct taping her throat together to stop the bleeding, which allowed her to live at the very end, implying Oof. he was going to get fucking caught. I love how they cut it off with him at the window. They don't show him getting caught. They they set up all of these things that they could do in a sequel, although I don't think we're ever going to get that because I don't think this movie did as well as they wanted it to. Um, but I don't I don't want to see a sequel to this anyway, if I'm being no. real honest. But no. I love it. Doesn't need it. I love at the end that this kid 
gets what is coming to him, even if we don't get to see any of that, it actually makes it better because you get to kind of decide what happens and what goes from there, which is the perfect way to end this movie. Because it's they, almost like it's okay to leave something to the imagination. Exactly. What a strange fucking concept. And because they spend the whole movie setting up how big of an asshole this kid is, yeah. it makes this ending pay off and it makes it so much more satisfying than it had you had shown him in a court or or whatever. You could have made this another 15 minutes and showed the whole thing and, and it just, wouldn't have had the same impact. Just devolves into the the possession of Emily Rose in, in during Christmas. It's just yeah. a courtroom drama now. Exactly. So now, I, I um I actually hate the whole duct tape thing. I mean, the idea behind it is not super great, but they do set it up I'm no earlier. Medic. I'm um, no medic, but I don't feel like like isn't the whole point of gauze to like absorb and then help clot. Wouldn't duct tape, especially duct tape that's been used multiple times for a couple hours now, yeah. maybe not, it, I don't know, maybe I, I'm probably thinking too much into that. I, I, I think so, because we're at a point yeah. already where we have where we have decided that a 12-year-old killing all of these 17 and 18-year-old kids, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, it already feels, when when they get into that first scuffle at the very beginning, when the, when the first boyfriend comes over... And he gets hit in the head with a bat and he sits up. I'm like, thank you. At least this kid didn't get knocked out immediately. And then, you know, right. he gets a pencil shoved through his jaw and they, they go through a whole thing where he's still a, the 12 year old is still able to basically overpower the 17 or 18 year old is it's, you know, we're already at a point of accepting shit like that. So I don't feel like fair the enough. duct tape thing is that big of a deal, no, but it, but yeah, it is, fair. but it is a problem that's there, but I don't know. You know in the, Grand scheme of it, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. You know who my favorite character in this whole movie is? Who? Rick, the Rick? ex-boyfriend, like that looks like a total douche. Oh, the one with the money hat on. He's the only one <laughs> that looks at this kid and goes, "No." Yeah. And that delivery, his delivery with that one word where, when he's like, he's like, he's like, come over here. No. no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, all right. Do you have anything else to say about this? Yeah. I don't, I don't, no, I don't know. I feel like it's a, uh, it's, it, it, it's a fun ride. It is a fun ride. Um, albeit a little bit infuriating at times um you're not gonna like luke i mean if you've gotten this far in the episode you probably already saw it and you probably hated luke however if you're one of these insane lunatics who watches spoilers and then the movie i'm gonna let you know you're not gonna like luke and nor should you and if you do like luke you should go seek help I mean, I guess, yeah. This is not the character you should be relating to. <laughs> You'd still like him, though. No, no, poor, you can't. Poor no, little guy has a you, crush. That's like that's <laughs> like going, ah, Art the Clown. <laughs> Some people do that. I know. I know. There's there's got to be somebody out there that's their comfort horror movie. 
Given the movies we, given the movies we we review, there are five to ten lunatics watching our shit. Going, I don't get what he's talking about. Yeah, what do you mean? All right, and to well, you I say, thank you for watching. <laughs> well, um, I was hoping we'd have more to say about this, but as we sit down to talk about this, I'm realizing there's not there's not a ton to talk about other than how terrible I mean, this kid is. His friend who gets killed with a shotgun to the face asks for his mom right before it happens. Oh, yeah, we didn't even touch on it. No, let's touch, let's touch on Garrett. <laughs> Poor little a Christmas story-esque Garrett. No, I don't agree. He had every opportunity to nut up and stop this and and like put an end to this shit. And sure, he apologizes he? to the babysitter, going, I'm sorry I didn't man up earlier. But, but like, so yeah, stupid. you should have. You definitely should have. He's just so stupid. He's got those scrunchable little cheeks. That's very demeaning. It's not demeaning. They're, yeah, it they're, is. They're scrunchable. Like crunchables or uncrustables. I can keep going. All right. Well, if you like this, make sure you hit the like button. Let us know what you think about Better Watch Out down in the comments. I know we didn't have a whole lot to say about it, but uh, sometimes that's the way this is. Uh, you know, I think this is a pretty, despite the twists and the turns, this is a pretty surface level movie. If you don't think that, um, I don't know, if you don't think about it too much, there's a, there's a lot of fun to be had here. But mm -hmm. I, I also think that, this is worth a rewatch if you don't like it the first time around, because I felt kind of in the uh, kind of the same way you do right now, where I was like, this was good, but it wasn't that great on a rewatch. This does get better. And okay. this is one of the few movies that, like I said, one of the more recent movies that has made <coughs> its way onto my rewatch list every year. And it's not something I think about too much. And it's not something I have nostalgia for really, because it's from 2016. But this is a weird movie and it gives great Christmas vibes and there's not that many great Christmas horror slashers. And this is just, I don't know. Final thoughts? Rating? Final thoughts. It's definitely worth watching. It is worth watching. Uh, I'm going to watch it again just to try and watch it with a little bit more of a disconnected perspective. Um, but I have a feeling I'm going to be frustrated for different reasons this time, knowing he doesn't get murdered at the end. Because I spent this whole movie going, this needs to be a buildup to just a catastrophically gory death. And I never quite got that. I never That's got fair. that. That would be nice at the very end if, if I Luke never just got really gets what's going on. the satisfaction of just watching this kid, I don't know, a hand in the garbage disposal or a, a chair leg through the abdomen or, you know, a, at least suffocate the motherfucker. He should have like, got a paint can to the face. That's what should have happened. I mean, I realize it wouldn't have been There's, as shocking after the, the boyfriend death because that death there, is so crazy, but... Okay, so before I give you my rating, how do you think he should have died? What would have been a satisfying death? I mean, a paint can to the face would have been good. Um, another Home Alone-esque reference of like him dying in a really gruesome way that Home Alone kind of skirts over, like maybe fire to the head 
or, you know, something like that would have been good. Christmas but, light electrocution. Yeah. Something, something like that. I don't know. Um, hang, hang, hang him with the deer from the roof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the other thing is you, the fucking I, the fucking footsteps in the snow on the on the balcony upstairs alone. I feel like maybe would have given him away. Given him away. I don't know. Well, well, now that we have spent three minutes talking about how to drastic or graphically murder a preteen, I can give you my rating. Um, I'm going to give this a. I'm going to give it a six out of ten. I, I I think it's it's not a middle of the road movie. It is a cre- it's a creative uh, endeavor. It's the the story is fun. The characters, although insufferable, I, for somehow their insufferability is what kept me watching. And so I'm going to give it a six out of ten. All right, for me, I think that the they really underutilized the babysitter in this movie had she been a little bit more likable that there would have been more punch to what happens to her i also think maybe if you kill the baby if luke kills the babysitter in a slightly different way like stabbing her in the abdomen or something maybe it would be a little more believable that she survives this whole thing when he thinks she's dead um and and it would have made the ending a little more viable but you're right it would have been nice to see Luke really get what you think is he's deserving of and what he should mm-hmm. get. And the fact that we don't get that, I do like that it leaves us, it leaves it up to our interpretation, like I said earlier, but also as you say that, yeah, would it would have been nice to see him, I don't know, disemboweled or something. Yes. <laughs> like something really, Just really horrible. Really like, awful. Yeah. Like truly, like, like truly disturbing. Disturbingly terrible. Yeah, but but then we also wouldn't get the whole scene with the mom and the dad thinking that he's the you know he's a lucky victim out of this whole thing and didn't get killed, which uh, in and of itself is ridiculous. Why would Garrett be back at the house? Like, there's so many nitpick things that you can pick apart here. But overall, I actually do think this is pretty fun. But I'm gonna go ahead and give it a six out of ten as well. It's slightly above average. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not good. You know, there's, there are plenty of really fun, great, awesome movies that are six, seven, and eights. So I think that this is one of them and this is worth rewatching every single year. And I think, like I said, it gets more fun and, and you, your perspective changes on this movie, the more you watch it. And so in that way, Which in of itself, is a redeeming quality. Exactly. By the way. Most movies, once you see them once or twice, you're like, okay, I don't really need to ever see that again. This is one of those movies that you can watch several times and kind of get something different out of it each time, which is hard to do. So I don't know. I, I enjoy it. Even as I rate this a six out of 10, I still think this is worth watching. And if you're into Christmas horror movies, this is one of the few good ones that has come mm-hmm. out in the last 10 years. Uh, despite, you know, we were going to talk about Christmas, bloody Christmas today, which is another movie that I feel like is, is an awesome rewatchable movie. Uh, but it doesn't have all the same twists and turns. That one's a little more straightforward than this one is, which is why this movie holds up. I, I, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I, you don't hear many people talking about this movie and I guess that's for a reason. 
Um, but I, this is one of those movies that's on Tubi. It's on Plex. It's it's all over the place. So you can easily find it every single year. And it's just a fun, good, like lower budget horror movie. And, yeah. and I enjoy it. So if you like this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we've got a lot more content like this on this channel. If you're only watching this on YouTube, make sure you go check out your favorite place to listen to podcasts as we're on all the podcast platforms. If you're only listening to this, make sure you go check out the YouTube channel from the deep where you can actually see our stupid faces and actually watch some stuff that does not make it over onto the podcast feed. And give us five star review, please. It helps. It, yeah, it, it really does. This is something we don't we don't do this. We Ever. I, we, we, we never keep forgetting to do this. Yeah, yeah. Please give a five star review. Please. It super helps. Yeah. So, anything else? Yes, I would like to plug the movie Rival that I worked on. I worked my ass off on it. It is a low-budget indie horror movie. Please keep that in mind, but it is coming out on Amazon. All right, well, thanks for getting all the way to the end of this. If you did, you're the fucking hero of the day if you watch this all the way to the end, because God help you. <laughs> I know it's difficult. <laughs> Thank you for watching, and we will see you guys next time from the deep. Uh, bye-bye. How tall? <laughs>